Hey, hey, welcome back. <laughs> this is another surprise live on a Friday as opposed to last night. I hope the traffic's not going to be too loud. It's Friday night, so they're running up and down the street. Just as I speak, here come the motorcycles. Sorry about that. And nobody's here anyway, so this is a good thing. You guys can watch the video. I'm in my backyard. I am the backyard professor after all. Woohoo! <laughs> I expect all you guys are on dates tonight. So I thought I would try a different setting and see if this worked. Uh, I've got a little bit of a sound shield. I don't know how valid it's going to work. Probably not very good. We shall see. So, hey, I'm Chop. So, uh, I have been apprised of something new that has happened in the last two voice. Uh-oh. There isn't, sorry about that. It said my connection was unstable. It said it got it back. Yeah, I got it back. Hello, El Sanabend. Ephraim Haas, hello from Utah. Hello. I'm my actual backyard tonight is horrendous on a Friday night. I hope it's not too distracting. I'm about at the limit of how far I can go with my Wi-Fi. So I'm hoping, I've tried to put up a barrier somewhat so that it'll deflect the sound. But anyway, uh, I was just saying, hey, hey, Tony, welcome. Yeah, a lot of new faces. Thank you all for joining. Uh, this is kind of a surprise live, just like I did again last night. Uh, I have gotten some new. Hey, Richard Heath. Well, you guys are awesome, man. It's from all over the place. New faces, new names. Welcome. Uh, I do most live podcasts on Sunday night at 6, but uh, this week, preparing to get on Mormon Stories with John DeLynn and Gerardo on Tuesday at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. And I'm going to be talking about a, a bird's eye overview of the all of the papers that Joseph Smith was involved in with the translation of the Book of Abraham. And so I'm really excited about that. I have discovered a new voice a man named Jason Abbott that is really excellent on the papyri and is really good with the ideas of the relationships of the Joseph Smith alphabet. You know, we have three loose paper copies of the Egyptian alphabet. Uh, Joseph Smith, Oliver Cowdery, and W.W. Phelps, I believe, unless, no, it wasn't Parrish. Might have been Parrish. Anyway, uh, so he talks about the relationship of the alphabet with the uh, grammar and alphabet and with the translation documents of the Book of Abraham. I had someone last night in the chat tell me that I'm probably obsessed with this subject and I will plead guilty to this for this reason. The Mormon apologists have had the materials, the papyri, the Kirtland Egyptian papers for 60 years and they are still 
muddying up the water. They are still causing too much confusion and they are causing too much complexity. And I'm all for clarity. So I'm basically, I'm willing to be one of the spearhead uh, forerunners of insisting now that the apologists get clear. I found this other voice, Jason Abbott. Let me show you his website. Boy, I hope this will, that's pretty good. Let me give you a close-up. This is Jason. Oh, and I didn't get the URL. Oh, yes, I did. Maybe I didn't. Anyway, that's Jason's website. Look that up. He's really very good. I I am deeply impressed with, with how well he has discussed the various evidences, the relationships between all of the working manuscripts of Joseph Smith. Now, the one thing that the, oh boy, folks are leaving and folks are, hey, Huff Daddy, how you doing? The one thing that is happening that I think is really important is that this new voice has brought forward uh, a broader context of authenticating the importance of Joseph Smith with this subject. The apologists are going to downplay this subject. They want to distance Joseph Smith from the Kirtland Egyptian papers. And they want to make it so that, oh, they poo-poo these papers. They, uh, they say it's just doodling, maybe decorations. There's no real translating going on. It was the scribes who did it, not Joseph Smith. They do not value these because, of course, these demonstrate the methodology of Joseph Smith in translating the book of Abraham and which hieroglyphs he felt were most important and worth emphasizing. And this is really important. Jason Abbott has some pretty good cotton-picking visuals that he is sharing information with on the papyri and the relationship of the papyri. And I wanted to show you some of these. He just got a hold of me this last week. What this is showing is The Book of Breathings there goes toward the translation manuscripts and the hieroglyphics around facsimile number one go into the alphabet and grammar. And this is really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm wondering that too, Lamb Chop. Apparently it is. Lamb Chop asks a good question. Is religion the only arena where you can blatantly lie with no legal ramifications? Right? That's the uh, fascinating thing about Jason Abbott is he is giving us a broader context, a more, uh, and his approach is simple, but not simplistic. 
here's the beautiful contrast of why I wanted to do yet again another live session here because Jason is completely new to this field. He has been studying it, he's told me, for about three months. And in three months' time, in looking at the evidence that the Joseph Smith Papers Project online, all available for free, in the time that he gave three months, he discovered that it was really important to see the evidence, and he had it all clarified. And he had it clarified very easily within three months. This is a great contrast to the Book of Abraham apologists who simply have had 60 years, and they can't give us any clarity. So I wanted to at least say Jason Abbott is a good voice to look at, and there is some wonderful information on his website. And if you get a chance, take a look at it and see his analysis and his interpretation and his views are he's trying to give Joseph Smith the best benefit of the doubt, but he demonstrates that the evidence does not allow us to conclude that Joseph Smith got his translation correct. And he's only been at this for three months. The apologists are still confused and confusing after 60 years. This is a wonderful contrast. That's why I wanted to bring Jason at this discussion. I will be sharing more of his information after my Mormon Stories Live that I do on Tuesday night. So, yeah, politics too, Huff Daddy, true. And both are full of lawyers. Boy, that's the truth too, right, Lamb Chop? So we have a, uh, we have a unique situation here where the amateurs, me, I mean, look, I don't I have a PhD or master's, and now this Jason Abbott gentleman, Paul Osborne, none of us have PhDs in Egyptology, Dan Vogel, Brent Metcalf, neither one of them. In fact, Bill Real and Radio Free Mormon, none of us have PhDs. John DeLynn and Gerardo don't have, well, John does, but his is in psychology. Uh, so very few of us have PhDs, and yet we're getting along fine. We're beginning to grasp the relationships, what the meanings are, where the emphasis is. The thing I wanted to emphasize tonight is that I, I hope the background isn't too loud. People are coming and then going and then people are coming and going. So, well, that's true too, Huff Daddy. That, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, the reason for no clarity by LDS apologists is the book of Abraham is a fraud. But I mean the relationships of the documents because they are trying to keep people in the church. They're making it far more complex, and yet they're assuring people with overgeneralized views that, well, Joseph Smith's explanations are fine, they're valid, we just have to dig more. And so you need to let us apologists tell you 
that it was okay, and we've got the interpretations, and they are within the realm of Egyptological authenticity. That's what I mean by confusing. None of that is accurate, right? Points of view and coming up along with their biases, it's easier It's easier for us. Sorry, it disconnected again. I've got a feeling this is going to be a rough, a rough live session. Sorry. I'm trying this out in my backyard. I'll do it down in my library next time. I just thought I'd try to do something a little different, but my connection is bad. So you, you can watch the video and see. Uh, my main concern is to bring forward this other voice, Jason Abbott who is a good source, it appears, but yet another amateur. And we are beginning to get clear. And it is beginning to make a lot of sense. And we can personally empower ourselves with clarity. And that's where it becomes important, rather than accepting what someone else says about the evidence, as we look at the evidence in all honesty, without trying to manipulate it, which unfortunately I see the apologists doing, then without that manipulation, we can begin to make better decisions, for instance, right? That's part of my theme. That's part of the overall idea and ideal. So that's what I want to do. So that's my theme. Um, I'm just going to do a quick 15-minute one tonight. Uh, I'm still trying to get ready for my... Uh, deal on Tuesday. Sunday night, again, I will be doing Paul Osborne, so show up for that. Uh, I realize it's Friday night, and it's probably a tough night for people to get on. I understand that entirely. This is a, another surprise live, but I wanted to share this new voice of reason, this new voice of actually looking at the evidence in a very credible, realistic, down-to-earth, straightforward way, and he's very good to watch. So, Keep your eyes peeled for him. I will do more with him. So in the meantime, thank you for showing up. Uh, I appreciate all the, all the support. And I will see you guys on Sunday night or Tuesday or both. And then every Sunday after. Be good, do well, have fun, work hard, sleep well, make lots of friends, be good citizens of your country, and I will see you on Sunday night at 6 p.m. Thanks for coming over, you guys. I'm just closing out. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick 15-minute video for you. Live session, whatever you call it. All right, you guys, have a good weekend. See you Sunday night.